You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It is Friday, November 4th. You're listening to the College Football Daily. I'm your host, Lance Glenn. Before we start, I just want to remind everyone to subscribe to the 24-7 Sports YouTube channel and make sure to give us a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. We have hit week 10 of the college football season, and for a few notable teams, their 2022 has not gone as expected. Some have exceeded expectations. Others have fallen far below what was anticipated. On today's episode, we are going to discuss those teams that have failed to live up to the hype, but also why it should not be all doom and gloom for those programs and fan bases. So joining me now to try to bring some positivity onto these negative situations is 24-7 Sports College Football analyst Blake Brockermeyer. Blake, thanks so much for joining me. Really appreciate it. Hey, happy to be here. So Blake, you had a very interesting article earlier this week on 247sports.com highlighting some of the most disappointing teams this season while also offering up some hope for the future. Schools like Texas A&M, Miami, Oklahoma, Notre Dame, among others, major list. But today we are just going to hit on those four beginning with the Aggies. They were a team expected to fight for the SEC West this season. Their 2022 recruiting class was the best all time according to our rankings. But instead, they now sit three and five and a bowl game is in serious doubt. Jimbo Fisher also has some serious, I think, reflecting to do this offseason as well. So how can Texas A&M fans find hope in what has to be, I think, one of the most disappointing seasons in this program's history? Yeah, I think last weekend you saw some hope. They finally got Connor Wiegman his first start former five-star quarterback, and uh, he looked really good against Ole Miss. He had a big day going 28 for 44 for 338 yards, uh, no interceptions, four touchdowns. Wonder why he hasn't been playing earlier because their offense looked much, much more efficient with him in there. But that's hope for for an Aggie fan because uh, that's probably going to be your quarterback of the future. I think a lot of people thought going into the season that he would be the guy, but for some reason he just started playing a little bit uh, at the end of the game the week before against South Carolina so that's uh, probably the most positive thing going for Texas A&M is at least that they know that and then I think secondly they have a really young roster you look at their uh, recruiting class they've uh, they're burning a lot of their red shirts it looks like around 17 of those guys 
will burn their red shirts. And I think they've played up to 23 freshmen so far this year. So they're getting a lot of valuable experience with their young guys. Uh, a lot of young guys getting valuable reps on the field. So I think that leads to some uh, positive future talk. We'll, we'll, we'll see how uh, many of those guys stay or leave through the portal. I think it's going to be an interesting to see a lot of these young guys. Uh, after last year, you saw a lot of young players uh, leaving the portal for 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 more money with with different teams. So can they keep the, all these guys on the roster? That's something that's yet to be seen. But I think just playing all these young guys, finding a future quarterback is is a good thing if you're an Aggie fan. Yeah, absolutely. And look, Jimbo Fisher, he should give you a call because he needs uh, to provide all the hope to these Texas A&M fans uh, that he can after what's been a obviously disappointing season. So let's move on to Miami. And before we discuss the Canes, let me preface this by saying that the next three programs are all led by first year head coaches. So they're realistically should be a little bit more leeway when it comes to them than a program like A&M. But in reality, the only one of these next three coaches that really took over a rebuild was Mario Cristobal and Miami. So with the U, they're four and four on the season. Cristobal, at least on the field, hasn't provided that spark yet. Home losses to Middle Tennessee and Duke certainly aren't ones that the program will want to remember. Obviously, they want to get those out of their mind as quick as they can. But what Mario Cristobal did so well at Oregon was recruit. And he's really flexing that muscle at Miami. And I think, Blake, that in itself provides a lot of hope for Miami fans, even though this season has been a bit disappointing. Yeah, I mean, I think watching Josh Heupel at Tennessee in year two gives everyone hope that they can turn their their programs around quickly. That's a very unique situation that they had. And uh, I think with these other programs that we're fixing to talk about, it's something that they can do as well. Obviously, like you said, the, the the home losses to Middle Tennessee and Duke are embarrassing as Miami fans, but they are recruiting at a very high level. They're currently number eight in the 24-7 sports composite. Uh, they've got a quarterback that's a very highly rated recruit in Jaden Rashada. Uh, they've got one of the top offensive tackles in the country in Francis uh, Malioga. And uh, one of the top cornerbacks in the in the in the country in Cormani McLean. So they've got some some juice on the on the recruiting trail. They're trying to uh, lock down Florida, just like the University of Florida is as well, and Florida State. So it'd be very competitive. They seem like they're very involved in the NIL game as well, uh, with a large talent pool of recruits and talent around Miami. I think that they can be a, a, a major factor there as well. And I think a lot of kids that maybe leave the state will want to come back. Uh, earn a little bit of money at Miami, turn their program around. And, uh, you know, they've got a rich tradition there of NFL talent and they haven't won recently, but there is some hope there. And Mario Cristobal is never going to be a coach that's going to lack acquiring talent. It's just going to, it's just a matter to me of, of how quickly can they turn it around? Yeah, hundred percent. And and you mentioned some of the guys in their recruiting class, Jaden Rashada, Francis Mawigoa, Cormani McLean. And, and while those three are, are some of the highest rated ones, they have uh, a plethora of guys in their class that can make impacts and guys I'm sure uh, that they're going to try to flip or guys that are, are still uncommitted uh, that they're going uh, to try to bring in to what is a top 10 class. I think another thing too that that's important for these uh, schools that like Miami is it gives you a chance to come in and, and play right away. Maybe you're somewhere else and you're a, a talented player, but you're not seeing the field. Miami gives you the opportunity uh, to, to, to get on the two deep or start or play, especially if you're from that area. So I think that's a advantage for a school like Miami as well. 
And again, when, when you come to a program that's still rebuilding, uh, that playing time is there. And I'm sure that playing time is something that Mario Cristobal is selling on the recruiting trail to these high rated prospects that very well could make a, an impact in their first year in Coral Gables. But we're going to take a quick break. And the other side, we're going to hit on our final two disappointing programs. You're listening to the College Football Daily. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Joined by Blake Brockermeyer on the College Football Daily. So Blake, a couple more schools I want to hit on. Oklahoma is up next. Year one under Brent Venables, to put it nicely, has not gone the way that Sooner fans expected. Now, look, credit where credit is due. They were three and three at one point on a three-game losing streak, but they've won two straight and they seemed to have picked themselves up after their midseason slump. But getting rocked by TCU getting blown out in the Red River rivalry to Texas. Those certainly don't sit well in Norman. However, you believe that things should get better next season and beyond. So why is that for Oklahoma? Well, I think mainly it's because of recruiting and an opportunity to get on the field at a quicker pace at a big school than, than, than a lot of schools will have that opportunity. Oklahoma got gutted in the transfer portal with Lincoln Riley leaving, uh, taking next year's number one pick in the draft. Caleb Williams is never a fun thing if you're a, uh, Oklahoma fan. So that really hurt. Uh, but I do think that they're recruiting at a high level. Uh, they've got, they're currently six in the, tw- in the 24 seven sports composite with 21 recruits, uh, 21 re- commits, excuse me. And, uh, they've got a, a five-star quarterback in Jackson Arnold. Uh, they've got a five-star edge player that's coming in. So the more talent they, that they can acquire, the better. Uh, losing all those players obviously hurts. But I think a school like Oklahoma and a defensive coach like Brent Venables is going to recruit at a high level defensively. I would imagine that in, through the NIL, they're going to be a big player as well. And I think they're going to have a chance to get some big-time uh, recruits come in there because – Kind of like Miami, there's a chance to play early, uh, especially defensively. And I think Venables runs a a fairly complex system. If you watch Clemson, uh, lots of movement, chaos. And I think it's it's probably going to take, you know, through the rest of this season, I think getting bowl preparation practices are going to be huge for their young guys, especially defensively, because going into next year, I think they'll be much, much better because obviously giving up 40 points or more in a lot of these games is not the standard at Oklahoma. And you see, and you mentioned in your answer there, the similarities between them and Miami, early playing time, NIL, and an ability to recruit. 
And like Miami has really done well on, on the recruiting trail, even though the on-field results haven't been there, Oklahoma and Brent Venables are doing the same thing. So while they're five and three, and while Sooner Nation might be a little upset about how the on-field results have been so far, there certainly is a lot of hope with the incoming recruits that they can join the program and make an impact early. Yeah, I think going to the SEC, you know, no one really knows when that exactly will happen. Uh, it's definitely not going to happen next year, but, but, but maybe two or three years from now. I think that's a huge selling point as well. Most of the top players in the country want to play against the best and uh, the best football in the country is in the SEC. So that's going to be a a huge selling point as well. If you're a a young recruit or a high school recruit wanting to to test yourself in the highest level of football. Yeah, absolutely. And the last program, Blake, we're going to discuss is Notre Dame. And like Oklahoma, you have to give credit where credit is due. It would have been very easy for the Irish to give up on the season after falling out of playoff contention early, starting three and three with losses to Marshall and Stanford as well as Ohio State, but they've rebounded. They beat a ranked Syracuse team at the Carrier Dome. They currently sit five and three and have a huge game this weekend hosting Clemson. Win or lose, the likelihood is Marcus Freeman will get to a bowl game in his first year. But we know at Notre Dame, expectations aren't just to make a bowl game. It's to get to the playoff and to win a national title. So why should Notre Dame fans, regardless of what happens the rest of the season, be excited for 2023 and beyond with Freeman at the helm? Well, I think the first thing you look at, like like all these schools we've talked about, is recruiting. Notre Dame recruits at a high level. Right now, they are uh, got a really solid class they've put together. They're number three in the 24-7 sports composite. Uh, they've got a five-star uh, safety in Peyton Bowen. But they have 19 four-star recruits, uh, which is pretty strong at Notre Dame. Their recruiting uh, academic standards there are very high, so uh, it's hard for them to compete with, with some of the top players in the country. Country, but they're off to a great start. You, Notre Dame is a unique school uh, academically as well. Uh, that gives you a that gives you know if 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 you're a, a recruit that's into academics and football, there's no better place to go play football in the country than Notre Dame, in my opinion. But I think that that is is the most impactful thing that can happen then replenishing their roster with talent uh, they've got to find some some explosiveness in their offense you know they've had some bad luck Avery Davis went out early in fall camp with a knee injury Tyler Buckner got injured early in the season so uh, they've taken their lumps there uh, they've got to find someone to replace Michael Mayer who's uh, the second best tight end in the country and and really uh, Notre Dame's main offensive threat that for some reason no one ever seems to stop him every week which baffles my mind but but I would expect them to, to, to monitor the transfer portal they usually portal in two or three guys a year that make a huge impact for them uh, so I think that is something to keep an eye on and I think Notre Dame's uh, headed in the right direction they, they, they've got to get their offense up to par with their defense because their defense has played really well this year and kept them in most of the games this year if not all of the games yeah, they, they really have. And again, you know, all three of these programs that we just mentioned after we mentioned Texas A&M first, they're all first year head coaches. But in college football today, you're not going to get a lot of time, especially at programs like Oklahoma and Miami and Notre Dame to turn it around. So we look towards the future. But really, for all three of these programs, 2023 is a big year for Marcus Freeman, Mario Cristobal and Brenna Venables to not only continue to have success on the recruiting trail, but to also have success on the field. So four programs, four disappointing seasons, yet there is hope for all of them in the years to come. Blake, as always, thanks for giving me some time today. I really appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me. So remember to subscribe to the 24-7 Sports YouTube channel and make sure to give us a five-star rating and a review. So for Blake Brockermeyer, I am Lance Glenn. 
Thanks for listening to the College Football Daily and enjoy week 10 of the season.